Hello everyone, it's Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 312. Now the next story has been chosen by Ben. Hello Ben, and Ben asked for the dinosaur that pooped the bed. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. The Dinosaur That Pooped the Bed by Tom Fletcher and Dougie Painter. Danny and Dino had nothing to do. So Danny said, why don't we watch some cartoons? But then Danny's mum cast a shadow of gloom. Oh, you can't watch TV until you've tidied your room. They slumped up the stairs in the foulest of grumps and stood in their room at the foot of Mount Dump. Tidying this mess will take thousands of years, said Danny whilst desperately holding back tears. Unless they were going to tidy forever, they needed a plan, a plan that was clever. And then an idea popped inside Danny's head. Why clean up this mess? You can eat it instead. So Dinosaur opened its mouth like a bin. Dan scooped up the mess and he threw it all in. Toys from the tip of the top of the heap were chucked and chomped at the dinosaur's teeth. It chewed Danny's shoes. It could not get enough of Teddy's and cuddly stuff made of fluff. The dinosaur sucked like a humongous hoover, removing the mess like a room mess remover. Vests, pants and socks and little toy soldiers Dan laughed as he watched from the dinosaur's shoulders. His fluffy pet hamster, along with its cage, was swallowed in dinosaur's mess munching rage. It smushed the CDs, which on reflection, were far from the greatest of record collections. So Dan didn't mind. It all had to go if they wanted to kick back and watch TV shows. In dinosaur's head, the bed was a burger, as diamond would look to the greediest burglar. In one dino bite, the bed disappeared. No mess left inside, the whole room had been cleared. Not one piece of rubbish was left to consume. Alas, we can finally watch some cartoons. But Dinosaur's tum cast a shadow of doom. It was full to the brim with the mess of Dan's room. Dino was wedged in between floor and ceiling. It couldn't believe how full up it was feeling. It started to worry, it started to panic. Never before had it been more gigantic. The dinosaur's bottom was bigger than Norway. So big and so fat it was blocking the doorway. Then Dan started crying. His nose dripped with snot. They were stuck in their room and the TV was not. With pillows and quilts in the dinosaur's gut, its brains didn't have full control of its butt. It knew that there wasn't a thing it could do. One way or another, it needed to poo. Oh, that's disgusting, boys and girls, disgusting. The dinosaur pooped more than ever before. All the mess they had cleared was now back on the floor. Shoes, pants and teddies and soldiers and socks with smelly poo lumps filling Danny's toy box. Then Danny saw Dinosaur's face turning red 
and knew the next thing to be pooped was his bed. It sprang from its bum with a bounce and a bump, right back to its place at the base of Mount Dump. Then Dino deflated and unblocked the door, where Mummy was standing more cross than before. They looked at the mess all around where they stood, and knew they'd be naughty, and naughty's not good. So they picked up their mops and mopped up the plops, that covered the toys and the vest, pants and socks. If only they tidied their room as they should, they'll be watching TV not wishing they could. So remember, next time you're in front of the telly, you can't watch cartoons if your bedroom is smelly. The end. Boys and girls. Now that was a disgusting story. Ben, a great choice of story, my friend. No, boys and girls, if I was you, what I would do right now, I would go to my bedroom and I would make sure it is the tidiest bedroom in the whole wide world. And I will see you all very soon on Mr. Chelton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye, bye.